I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 102 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, I have an awesome guest joining me today to get you guys ready for the Thanksgiving break. Well-known actor Max Martini will be here in just a minute, and he has played in some really great films I think all dads really enjoy Uh, He was in Saving Private Ryan and Captain Phillips, two movies that featured megastar Tom Hanks. Uh, Max has also starred in 13 Hours, Pacific Rim, and today he will tell us all about his new movie coming out soon, Sergeant Will Gardner. So please, stick around for the interview. As we get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving here, I am reminded of just how blessed and thankful I am as a father of four children. I am also very thankful for my wife, my family, and I am thankful for all of you listeners out there who continue to really overwhelm me with all your support. Uh, I hope you guys know how much I really appreciate all the downloads, the subscriptions, the ratings, the reviews, the emails, the DMs. It's a tremendous honor for me to hear so many kind words coming from you guys, all the first-class fathers out there, and I'm going to try to give back a little bit. After the break, I will be featuring a couple of loyal listeners Uh, who will have a chance to come on here and tell their fatherhood stories, and I'll get a chance to uh, let them tell us about their fatherhood experiences, starting with Miguel Garcia, a father of 15, and then Shane Freestone, father of five. Those guys will be joining me here next week, so please lock it in as I continue my celebration of fatherhood, family values, and I bring a little new flavor to the podcast here, so please join me on that. And please don't stop with the feedback. Please hit me with all your feedback, ideas, suggestions, criticisms. It really all goes a long way to help me bring you the best podcast possible. And I have to give a special thank you to all you guys who are monthly supporters of the podcast. It really means a lot. And I am trying to work on some new ways to bring exclusive content to the monthly contributors. So uh, please bear with me. Have some patience as I am still a one-man band here at the moment. And I am hungry to grow and learn and change. So uh, from the Little Acorn grew the mighty yoke, all right? The best is yet to come here. So let me smack you guys with a quick little spot, and I'll be right back with actor Max Martini. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a First Class Father. He is a highly talented actor, writer, and producer. He has starred in such movies as Saving Private Ryan, Captain Phillips, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. He's been in TV shows such as The Unit and NCIS. He is here today to tell us about his new movie coming out, Sergeant Will Gardner. It is a pleasure for me to say Max Martini. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much. Good to be here. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? 
I have uh, two boys, one 17 and one 13. Awesome. Yeah, I have four kids myself, and we are just a few months away here from having a teenager in the house for the first time, so we are trying to prepare for that. It's so interesting. You know, it's one of the I, – I, I, I'm – and then I'll shut up and let you, you ask me questions. But, then, but I just had this, the most surreal moment uh, thus far was my, my son got his license last year, and uh, we passed each other on the road. He bought a, a pickup truck. We matched – he saved up half of the money. We matched it, and uh, but I passed him on the road, and to see my son coming down the road for the first time was, uh, wow. Yeah, uh, you know, you really, it's that first that first little moment of letting go, you know. So, anyhow. All right, what type of sports or activities are they into? You know, it's funny that you ask that. I mean, uh, <laughs> my son, so my oldest. I'll start with him. He started, you know, he started in. Uh, little league and and then uh baseball continued for a while when he started high school uh he he got into football and then uh he picked up a tennis racket and decided that 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 was his sport now since so he plays varsity tennis uh for his high school and then since that literally yesterday uh we i boxed for a long time and he since he's since he was let's say four years old, I've been you know messing around with him on the focus mitts, and uh, and just recently he he started sparring with a buddy of his that that also boxes had a little training, and uh, and he's kind of fallen in love with boxing, and so I took him to a uh, a gym out here that is arguably one of the the most famous boxing gyms in the world, and uh, and uh, full of pros. And uh, he got in there and just, I mean, it, first of all, to not be nervous to box for the first time as a, as, at 17 in front of all these professionals, I thought was was incredible. But but he uh, he really showed what he could do, and, and now he wants to box. So he's uh, he uh, he turns 17 tomorrow, and as part of his uh, his birthday present. Uh, I got him ten uh, ten lessons uh, privates to to go train with uh, one of the coaches down at the gym. So let's see if that sticks. And then my youngest uh, has been playing club soccer forever and, and still plays club soccer. And uh, uh, so we're quite busy with that. That, that schedule is, uh, is, a, is a tough one. Wow. Okay. Now, do you get in there and coach at all with the soccer team, or do you kind of cheer them on from the sideline? I'm not really a soccer. Uh, I don't really, you know, it's it's sort of a newer game for me. I, I grew up as just a football fanatic, uh, but uh, but soccer, you know, became popular. I don't know in the last. I can't even. Maybe I'm guessing, but seven, eight years, maybe nine years, something like that. So I don't know much about it, but but I but I my voice is loud and booming, and and uh, everybody can hear me from the sidelines. So I'm uh, his number one fan. Okay, all right, Max, please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and how you got involved in acting. I was born in New York. Uh, my father was born in Italy. He moved to, to uh, he lived, he spent his life in New York City. My parents separated. My mother's from Texas. So I spent pretty much half of my life in New York City and half in Texas. Uh, this is a little unusual in that my mother uh, used to rodeo, so I would literally go 
from the Mesquite Rodeo just outside of Dallas uh, and jump on a plane and <laughs> land in, in Manhattan, which couldn't be a more different place to go see my dad. So uh, I, I went to school in both places, uh, moved around a lot, uh, landed in Canada for a little while. Uh, my mother moved there when she got remarried and uh and then eventually went back to New York City, you know, and went to college and studied acting and, and uh you know, I guess I got into to acting. My my mother remarried uh uh my stepfather's name is Stuart Margolin. He was a uh he 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 was a, he is an actor, director, producer, writer and uh probably most known for his role on the Rockford Files. He played this character called Angel, and uh, he uh, won a couple Emmys for that. So he he was, uh, you know, very well respected in the industry. And when I was growing up, he would, if he was directing something, he would throw me in and say, hey, go, you know, say this line over there or whatever. Run up to that guy and do this, you know. And and so I had dabbled as a as a youngster, and uh, went to college for something completely different. Got out of college, owed you know one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for my education, and uh, and got asked to audition for a movie, and uh, came to L.A. Uh, auditioned with Jodie Foster, got the movie, and took a hard left turn, and the rest is history. And so, uh, you know, when I decided to commit to acting. Uh, is when I went back and and went to school for it and really started training and and uh, put in a, a lot of the groundwork. Wow, very cool. All right, walk me through some of the challenges of being an actor, pursuing an acting career while being a father. Well, you know, I would say that the number one challenge is just uh, you know, <laughs> actually, there's two that I can think of that are that are uh, substantial. One is you know is that you're gone a lot, you know, a lot of my shows shoot on location, you know, uh, I mean, in the last, you know, six years I've been, you know, shot in Hungary and Malta and, you know, uh, we're in Chicago, Atlanta, New Mexico. So I'm always traveling and, and, uh, and so I'm gone, uh, you know, there was a point where the kids, where if we pulled them out of school, it it was uh, it would affect them. So up until that point, they they would come with me, and you know we'd pull them out and we'd and we'd sort of turn it into you know a work vacation. But the uh, but now uh, it's much harder, and so that, I would say that's a, that's a challenge. But you know, but but the advantage is that my kids have traveled all over the world, you know, and they're, they're not out of school. And so, you know, there's always a break where they can come visit or there's always, we always make an opportunity for them to see, you know, a new country. Uh, I'm about to do a movie uh, in January in South Korea. And, uh, and so uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get my little guy over there because he's obsessed with the Asian culture for some reason. So, uh, you know, I would say that's, uh, that's a, a considerable uh, challenge, you know, in parenting. And, and uh, you know, the other thing is like, you know, it's when you're, when you're in my business, there's, you know, I mean, I think everybody's aware of it, but there's, there's just not a lot of stability. You know, you never know if, 
your last movie uh, was your last movie. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, there's always this kind of, like, it's very difficult to shut the the – the your mind off and and stop hustling you know because it's a constant hustle and uh so i would say you know uh it's really it's 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 you know as an actor you really have to make an effort uh to to dedicate time to the kids and dedicate time to the family and 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 you know if it's cha- if it's a challenge you, you just have to uh you have to create those pockets you know because uh uh you know and in in one of the advantages is that you're not in, in a 9 to 5 job so i so i'm so when i'm home i'm home you know and I, and i'm really home like i'm home you know probably uh you know uh i mean i'm yeah 247 i mean you know most of my business so looking for work is in Los Angeles, so I really don't leave a lot. So uh, so that's an advantage, and, uh, you know, it has its, uh, like anything, its pros and cons. All right, now what about your boys? Uh, what type of movies or shows are they into, and, and do they get a chance to watch all the films and shows that you're in? You know, I, I very quickly uh, became the guy that if somebody needs to die on screen, they generally call me. So there was... My kids like couldn't couldn't really watch my movies up until you know a certain age, but but now they do and they're big supporters and you know uh, I think the most obsessed they got with with something I did was probably Pacific Rim. Like they were so into the robots and the and the and the sea monsters and you know and it was a it was a you know and. In that genre, it was a, a great film, and, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, they knew more about my character and the backgrounds of all the other characters and, and the monsters and robots than I did. So uh, they, uh, you know, I think they watched. They, I mean, I, a little side. They kind of, they're sort of, they're, they're kind of all over the board. I mean, they're, they're. Uh, I think they have an appreciation for you know the stories now and and uh and i think that they can sit down in front of an you know a movie that that isn't overloaded with special effects and you know uh sound effects and isn't you know sensory overload and actually just watch a, a, a you know an independent film so maybe growing up in this business you know has has sort of taught them an appreciation for things outside of you know just uh uh, the Transformer movies, you know. Okay, very cool. All right, one thing I'm curious about is because you're such a talented actor, is it difficult for your kids to know when you're serious and when you're fooling around, and how does that play into when you're trying to discipline the kids? Well, you know, uh, uh, my kids, in in this is not, I'm not just saying because they're my kids, they're remarkably well-behaved, and they've never, I'm knocking on wood right now, they've never gotten into uh you know, any, any, any worrisome trouble and, and, uh, but you know, if there were moments that they needed to be disciplined, I could, I generally am able to do it with a glance. You know, I played a soldier, uh, enough that, you know, I've got that drill sergeant down pretty good and, uh, you know, I can bark and glance and then it's over. And it's, uh, <laughs> my kids are, my kids are angels, you know, and they're, they're really, uh, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky that they, uh, they're both straight A students. They're both athletes. You know, they have, uh, uh, my son, you know, a junior in high school has, has, uh, 
uh, you know, is not, uh, he, he's so focused that, that, you know, he really just is not easily distracted. So, uh, I was the polar opposite in high school. So, uh, it clearly comes from, uh, his mom's side and, uh, very thankful for that. All right, that's pretty awesome. Uh, all right, now, I've been extremely fortunate to interview at least a dozen or so Navy SEALs on the podcast here, including Ray Kerr, who was in Captain Phillips with you. Uh, what was that experience like, to be able to work with those guys and just be around the Navy SEALs? Well, you know, I mean, this is, by the way, Ray's a buddy of mine, so this is, uh, this is it's it's one of the perks, and it's one that, that I've continuously enjoyed uh, because I, I, I I'm I'm always playing, you know, a tier one operator. It seems like so I've gotten uh, to train with them. I've, uh, you know, for Captain Phillips specifically, we we went out and uh, and did some live fire training. I did uh, actually with my family, with my kids, and uh, we uh, and my wife, and we we went out to the former. Were invited and brought out to the former Blackwater training facility, which is now called. Academy, uh, it's, it's an incredible compound and, uh, you know, they put me through, uh, tactical driving on different tracks with different surfaces. We, you know, I fired probably, oh boy, you know, 30 different weapons, you know, and, and, and not with them at that particular, uh, time, but I've, you know, done CQB training with, you know, Delta guys, I've like trained with CIA, CIA agency guys, FBI's, Sheriff SWAT. I've just been uh, really fortunate to have some 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 pretty high level uh, operators give me pointers and, and run me through through things. So, I mean, look, the experience of, of working with SEALs is is like. I, you know, I can only liken it to, you know, going to Disneyland when you're, you know, when you're 13 years old. Like, it's it really, uh, it's one of the things about my job that uh, I, I love so much. And, uh, and there's such great guys. And, you know, uh, like, you know, all my buddies that were veterans for the service and anyone else that's a, that was a veteran to serve the country, I'm a big supporter and, and um, a true patriot. So. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, hey, listen, it was just an honor for me to speak with these guys. My listeners know how much I love the Navy SEALs. I read all the books they come out with. I'm just blown away by their mindsets. And I'm really glad to see these guys out of the shadows and involved in the public. And I really think this country needs these guys involved more in politics and every aspect of life. I mean, we need these guys for our kids to look up to. Any way that they can influence our society, I think, is a benefit to all of us. They are just unbelievable human beings, and I'm really glad they're on our side. A hundred percent. You know, I, I was just saying, you know, we, we, we're so lucky to have our military, and we're so lucky uh, that... You know, it's it's entirely voluntary. You know, and and uh, and I'm going to say this just on your cast. I know it's, it veers off a little bit into left field, but just think that it's really important that we uh, appreciate what these guys are doing, these men and women. Um, I've been to Iraq, I've been to Afghanistan, I've been more than once, and and uh, they're so young. It was the first thing that really caught my eyes when I when I got off of the C-130 in Iraq. I just looked out into a a sea of pimply faces, you know, and these are kids that, you know, have parents in the U.S. that, 
you know, are, are, uh, are fighting a different battle, not knowing if their kids are coming home and, you know, and it's, it's a tough one. And, and so when these men and women, these, you know, return, we really have to take care of them and it's not front page anymore and it should be. And so, uh, so yes, we do need, we need more of those tier one operators. Um, but I, but I have so much love for the, the men and women that are, that are serving presently and, and, uh, that, that, uh, you know, if you see a veteran, thank them and, and, you know, if there's anything that you can do, uh, it's one thing to sort of say, I support our veterans, but it's another thing to actually really, uh, get your hands dirty and do something to, to help out. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear you talk like that. And I wish more people, you know, especially in your industry, would just come forward and show more support because it's kind of like uh, brushed aside. People seem to forget that even at, at the time of this conversation, there, there's men and women that are over there uh, sacrificing so much to protect us, protect our freedom and our way of life. And, and that's not lost on me. I try to invite as many of the veterans as I can on the podcast here to give them the opportunity to share their fatherhood experiences. And I think it's important. You know, I think we need to hear their stories. Um, all right, let me ask you this before we dive into your new movie coming out here. Many times I hear a lot of the young men talking so negatively about fatherhood and family life. So I think it's important for them to hear, you know, from high profile, successful people like yourself, just how awesome fatherhood is. So how has fatherhood kind of changed your perspective on life? Oh, wow. You know, it, 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 it really, uh, you know, I, I always it's funny you know I, I have a lot of friends that you know uh i always have friends in my life that are that are about to start a family or that want to start a family and you know i i have uh well let's actually here's a great example i have some single friends that you know uh don't know if they want to start a family and and i always say that my life began with my kids that i really <clears throat> i don't remember much prior to the birth of my first son onward and and it 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 i suddenly realized uh what you know what kind of a a deep uh understanding of love is uh i don't think that there's anything deeper uh and you know and i tell my buddies if you if you don't experience that in your life you're missing out on one of one of the the the, the most incredible things that, that you, you know we have to offer each other which is that gift you know of fatherhood or motherhood and and it's uh so it so you know it changed me in that i i, I just i suddenly understood love on a certain you know to in a, in a completely different way and and uh you know it, it changed my politics. It changed everything. I mean, I think that, you know, I think that when you, you know, when you're responsible for a child, uh, you know, and like, and buddy, back to the military, I mean, listen, you know, I, when I had my oldest, uh, he was born in 2001. So I was holding my infant in my arms, watching the Twin Towers come down. And, uh, it, in, in such a profound way, I just, uh, I, I was, I just felt completely lost. And, but it was, it was that, because, and, and just not knowing what their future would be, but it was that, it was that, 
suddenly, you know, uh, I have something that, you know, uh, more than my F-150 that I need to protect. You know what I mean? And, 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 uh, and so the military became very important to me because of the birth of my children. You know, I just went, God, if this is, you know, if this is what we're going to, if this is what we're entering into, this kind of a, of a, a life here in the United States where suddenly, you know, our borders are, are penetrable and, uh, you know, and, and it's, you know, like, uh, you know, like living in Ireland, in Northern Ireland. I don't know, you know, so, so it's, so that was, that was very frightening for me. So that, so I changed in that respect. And, um, I would say those are probably the two most significant, uh, changes that I've gone through, uh, having kids. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, it's another. It's a, there's another phase that I'm sort of entering into right now in terms of letting go. You know, which is a, 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 an entirely new experience. I mean, I know, like, uh, you know, my my, son, my oldest son. I don't know if you're there yet, but you know, I used to get these amazing hugs, man, and and like, I mean, he would just never let go. And then as he got older, you know, probably into preteens, I started to get a shoulder. You know what I mean? Instead of a full hug, I'd get a shoulder. And then, and then a little bit older, you know, then I'd get like the top of the head, you know, like a, like a sort of quarter hug with the top of the head into my chest. And then, uh, you know, we'd pass each other in the hallway and I'd get kind of a nod. And now we're back to the, uh, the full hugs. But, you know, but I remember like <laughs> just that, that feeling of like, oh God, he's becoming a man and he's too cool to hug and, you know. Uh, so anyway, he's, you know, shopping for colleges now and, and, uh, you know, he's got, we have a year and a little bit left with him and then he's off. Yeah. Like I said, we have a 12 year old turning teenager in April here. So we're trying to prepare for that. And we are holding on with all of our might to stay present in the moments that we have with our four year old daughter. We're going to try to cross each bridge as we pay the toll and just stay as present as we can here. Uh, let me ask you about your new movie now coming out, Sergeant Will Gardner. It looks like a phenomenal movie. What can you tell me and my listeners about it and when it's dropping? Yeah, so this is a, a movie that, um, you know, like I said, I was in Iraq uh, and Afghanistan a couple times. And I just, in short, I met this kid, a big strapping Army Ranger that, that uh, while I was waiting for a C-130, uh, he was, he was staring at me and he was a, you know, I've called him over. He turns out he's a fan of the show called the unit that I did for four years on CBS. And, and so we started talking and we exchanged information. We kept in touch. And, uh, and he, at one point, uh, shortly after I got back to the U S uh, he just started using me as a springboard and bouncing a lot of thoughts off me. And, and, uh, you know, he had survived a couple IEDs. Uh, he was having, uh, significant, uh, symptoms of, uh, traumatic brain injury, uh, like not sleeping, anger issues, you know, uh, he was petrified to come forward and, and, uh, uh, and say that he was injured because, uh, he thought that he would be stigmatized, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I didn't have any answers for him and, and that was tough. And, uh, but I, you know, I, it made me realize that, you know, as an actor, uh, we have such an incredible, uh, uh, audience 
and stage from which you know to to communicate uh things that we that, we, that are important to us so you know, I thought I'm going to write a movie, and uh, and I think for the first time in Hollywood, I don't know if it's ever been done, but uh, we're giving 30% of our profits to uh, to charities that support veterans. So uh, so that's a big one, and uh, and this movie was inspired, you know, by from my experience with him, and uh, and so it's 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 a very entertaining movie, but it also has. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a strong social statement and, uh, and hopefully inspires people to not only get involved, but, uh, to get back like we are and, uh, and help, uh, veterans that are, that are still suffering out there. You know, there's, uh, um, these are approximate numbers, but 50,000 veterans homeless on the streets of the U.S. at any given moment. Uh, over 300,000 diagnosed cases of combat related traumatic brain injury. Uh, there were, there was a report in 2015 that came out stating that 300 and something thousand veterans had died awaiting, uh, uh, medical claims, which is horrible. So this is, uh, this is my attempt to give back a little bit and, uh, and serve. Uh, I didn't get to serve in the military. It's a regret, but, but hopefully, uh, this is, uh, you know, service in, 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 a, in a different way. So it comes out uh, January 11th. If uh, if people are interested in, in supporting us uh, or seeing the film, which also stars Gary Sinise and Robert Patrick, Dermot Mulroney, I mean, amazing cast, uh, they can go on Instagram to Sergeant SGT Will Gardner, the movie, uh, no period after uh, Sergeant. So S G T W I L L G A R D N E R the movie, uh, and I'll post there. Uh, they can also follow me at Max Martini L A on Instagram, uh, and those are probably the best places. But uh, yeah, please support us. Please support the cause. Okay, I will definitely be posting those links in the description of this podcast episode, so all my listeners need to do is tap the link and find out more info. So guys, come on, jump on this. It sounds like an awesome movie. Uh, It's for a great cause. It sounds like a slam dunk to me. I can't wait to see it. Uh, All right, Max, let me hit you here with one more question. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Oh, boy. You know, I... I would say that my, my, uh, what I really, uh, try to do as a father is to, uh, eliminate any kind of, uh, a gap between the, you know, my kid's age and my age. Like, I, 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 I without losing being a role, a role model, really listening to them, uh, at their level, you know, and, and, and understanding the, the, the things that they're going through as kids or as teens and, uh, and, you know, and trying to, to, uh, because I think a lot of parents get stuck in, in, you know, the sort of disciplinary sort of parental, uh, you know, uh, space where they, but they lose communication with their kids. So for me, you know, what was really important to me is like, is trying to remember, you know, where I was at that age and what I was going through. And it really helps me, uh, in terms of having patience, you know, with my children and, and trying to give them solid advice and, and, and go back and, and, uh, you know, and just try to think 
what I would have wanted to hear going through those exact situations because I know that when I look at my kids, I, this happens to me regularly. I, I, I look at them and, and what they're going through, and, and I go, God, there was that moment where I was in the exact same spot, you know. And uh, so that, to me, is, is pretty solid advice. It really opens up an amazing communication between, you know, uh, a parent and, the, and their children. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and lots of sleep when they're young, man, because, uh, we, you know, <laughs> that's – that's uh, I, my, my my wife and I had my kids on a militant nap schedule, and it saved us. We we had friends that were like, we don't know how you're getting so much sleep. Like our kids would sleep twelve hours. I mean, easy twelve hours uh, at night, and uh, and so. But it, but I think it's routine. It's like they just love to have that routine. So there's my advice. Well said, Max. I look forward to watching you and Sergeant Will Gardner, and I would just like to say thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time right here on First Class Fatherhood. It was great to be on your show, man. Thank you so much for having me. And, and uh, you know, congratulations to all the new parents and and uh, and, uh, and and the parents that have uh, been around for a bit. But uh, I'm excited to be in the club. Awesome. All right, guys, Max Martini, I will be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I just want to give a special thank you once again to Max Martini for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was pretty cool. Please hit me up on Twitter. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And that's all I got for you guys this week. We got Thanksgiving coming up here tomorrow. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to all you listeners out there for continuing to support me. And please continue to pass the word out there about First Class Fatherhood to any father in your circle. I have got a lot to be thankful for, as all fathers do. Uh, We are blessed to be able to have influence over our children's lives. And uh, I am not trying to be a better father other than the father I was yesterday. So I am a work in progress out there. I want to invite you guys to come on back after the break. Got some new content. Got some new things I'm going to be hitting you guys with. So uh, please enjoy. That's all I got for you guys. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Happy Thanksgiving. Tall as a tree, I saw feeling so.